1: Welcome into another episode of the Extra Yard here on the Five Reason Sports Network. A few days late and a dollar short. Uh, I was on a, a very long expensive trip to Disney World with my family. So that's why we yes. didn't have we didn't have an episode on Monday because of that. but you know, Troy, I, I guess it, it may be even better to do one uh, on Friday because we've got a couple of new very high profile, well, one especially Miami Dolphins players acquired at the deadline and we're just Correct. a couple days removed from a big game against the Chicago Bears. Dolphins have a chance to to get another victory here this Sunday against the team that they really should beat on the road. I'm Alex Dono alongside former Miami Dolphin Troy Stratford. Troy how are you?
2: I am well. Uh, you got any money left in your pocket after that trip to no, Orlando?
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't. So honestly and this would be a good opportunity to throw out there And I do I I do split these with Troy and with the network. But if anyone can spare some loose change in the super chat, like (laughs) (laughs) hit hit us up on the super chat, make it make a donation so I can pay down my my credit cards after after spending uh, after spending a week at Walt Disney World. The super chat is always open. It's by no means mandatory. Of course, you guys can talk to us for free in the regular chat. Be like Gus Gus. Hello, Gus Gus. I hope you are doing well. Um Troy, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna test you a little bit on this episode because I know you've got that player's mentality. Yes. You don't you don't like going beyond the next no. game, right? No. Like so, I can't
2: tell you who the Dolphins
1: play next week. Still, I can't do it. <laughs> now the reason why I'm saying I'm gonna test you a little bit here is all right. I want to have a big picture conversation because the Dolphins go out there and they have a huge trade deadline. They bring in Bradley Chubb from Denver and they also sign him to a big extension, which I I think people are making too much of how much money they're spending on him. Uh, For one thing, I always love how so many fans like try to tell billionaires how to spend their money and they're all worried about the salary cap like guys like the. There's always ways around that when it comes to restructures and manipulation. Like, I'm, I'm not worrying. We got Bradley freaking Chubb. I'm not worried about the salary cap right now. Uh, that, that, that's number one. Uh, and they also get, you know, Jeff Wilson uh, at, at the expense of Chase Edmonds, which I'm kind of happy about because my, my dude just can't catch and which wasn't fitting in here. And Jeff Wilson, former San Francisco 49ers running back, he knows Mike McDaniel very well. So kind of like Raheem well, Mostert. Right he's not, he's, yeah, he's not as good as Raheem Mostert, but it's a reunion a la Raheem Mostert with Mike McDaniel. And so the reason why I'm going to test Mr. One Week at a Time Troy Stratford is, I want your take, Troy, on whether you think the Dolphins are really going all in to be a contender in the AFC oh, this year. Absolutely. They don't lose games when Tua finishes games. Uh, they're making their pass rush even better. They're shoring up the running back unit. I believe the Dolphins are now a contender. And you sound surprised. (laughs) I am surprised.
2: Am I surprised about the Miami Dolphins being a contender? I really don't think that far ahead. You just stated that. I found it interesting that Tua actually spoke on, hey, Super Bowl, you know, this week when addressing the media. I thought that was kind of a little bit out of his comfort zone. also saw him take shots at the media out of his comfort zone. And it just confirms to me the confidence, and it starts at the quarterback position, the confidence that this team has. And then you go upstairs to Greer, who has done an outstanding job, who have, I've been critical of the last couple of years. And this is a team that I feel, Donald. They go into any game during that week. And I can't remember the last time, I'm, and I'm talking a long time, where I sat there as a Dolphin fan and I said, they got to stop us. Like, yes, can we beat them? The Miami Dolphins, those players, those coaches, they know game plan, execution, talent on the field, they could be any team that they play on a Sunday, a Monday, a Thursday. They could win any single game. And the way that the Miami Dolphins have been playing, especially offensively, the defense is going to get there now. Now that Chubb is in there, and I got to be honest, I've never watched him play a game, I've never paid attention to him. So I had to He's do He's good. Little... Don't you worry. <laughs> I had to to do a lot of reading on him about what he brings to the table, and that just solidifies that defense. But back to the offense again, the pressure that the offense puts on, number one, the defensive coordinator, and then defensive teams, especially in the second half, after chasing that speed around all day long for three quarters especially, the Miami Dolphins, they are a team – to be reckoned with. So yeah. they're not going into ball games now questioning, can we win this game? They
1: absolutely can win any game they play on any day. Who do you consider still to this point to be like, like the, the top, the top teams in the AFC that the dolphins need to get by? Cause for me, the, the big two obviously are Correct. Kansas city and Buffalo, right? Those Correct. are the big two. And, I do take some comfort in the fact that the Dolphins did show they can beat Buffalo. I mean, it's one one thing to beat them at home. It's another thing to beat them because they got to play them on the road in December. And then if you want to get to the Super Bowl, you're probably going to have to beat them on the road in January, right? So, obviously, it's not going to be easy. But the Dolphins have shown they are capable of beating Buffalo. Uh, If the Dolphins match up with Kansas City in the playoffs, the whole Tyreek Hill storyline will be incredibly Ah. interesting. He's going to kill him. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. He, he'll probably catch for 250 in that game.
2: He'll be like this. Peace. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I would throw the Baltimore Ravens in that mix also. I think the Baltimore Ravens yeah. with Lamar Jackson, I mean, that's just something you have no idea whatsoever what this kid is going to do on the football field any, any given day. And so they scare the heck out of me. Yes, they're not uh, complete on defense where they're just shutting people down and it's all about Lamar Jackson, but that's the third team that I would put in there. But again, Donald, it's the NFL. And so any game that you play, you have a chance to lose, but I'll go back to what I've been saying. The Miami Dolphins, they know as a collective group that they have an opportunity to win every game that they play in. And that's a luxury that a lot of people do
1: not have. Tua Tonga-Vailoa is putting up just stupid stats this year. You on board yet? Are you on board yet? I I have no choice to be on board. The the problem is, like, I want to be on board, but they won't let me on board because, you know, the the Tua fanboys... They shouldn't. (laughs) No, you're you're right. But that's the thing. It's like, I feel like a man without a country because, like, I want to be on board... But, you know, they, they kept the receipts, Troy. They saw the nasty things that I tweeted about him last year and then early this season. Uh, and I, I've always rooted for the guy. Like, I hope people understand that. If you don't want to let me on the Tua bandwagon, that's fine. I'll just I'll, – I'll buy Tyreek Hill jerseys and Jalen Waddle jerseys. I won't buy okay, Tua jerseys. Okay, okay, okay. This is my take, right?
2: I'm giving anyone out there who has been a Tua hater – negative guy when it comes to his game. And I will say I was not a fan of Tua's play early on, but I once realized once I saw Tyreek kill, I said, "Oh, this is this is going to be like special." Yeah. It's all about the talent around him. We 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 put so much pressure on the quarterback, but it is a collective group that needs yeah. to get the thing done. So, I'm giving all of those people out there, okay? One more week. One more week only. I don't care who we play. I don't care where the defense is ranked. I don't care that we didn't score any points in the second half. I don't care about any of the excuses I've been hearing on a daily basis from anti Dolphin fans, from anti Tua fans. I don't want to hear the excuses anymore. You have one week to get on board. And if you don't get on board this week, don't buy playoff tickets when we are there.
0: <laughs>
2: don't come on the bandwagon in December after we bu- beat Buffalo and Buffalo. Do not
1: do it. You got this week and this week only, and I'm done. I think that's incredibly fair. And I'm I'm going to take you up on that offer. I am going All to right. and. Yeah, I I fully apologize to Tua because, uh, and and he's he's such a sweet guy, Troy. Like you mentioned him, like taking a little jab at the media. But when I was watching that clip, he's so polite about it. He's like, "Oh, how about that deep ball?" He's <laughs> like, "I I don't mean to jab. It's a little bit of a backhanded jab." Whatever he said, I'm I'm paraphrasing yeah. it. But like even when he takes shots at the media, he's really sweet about it. Like he's yeah, I just I I wanna I root for him and I want him to succeed especially coming off the adversity from the concussion that he had few, a few yes. weeks ago. I really yes. want him to to succeed with that. And he's near the top of the NFL or at the top of the NFL in about every passing category this year, including the deep ball. And you look at the numbers that he put up against Detroit, uh, and this wasn't even his best statistical game, uh, 29 for 36, 382 yards, three touchdowns, zero INTs. The receiving numbers are absolutely stupid uh, with Tyree you- Hill. 12 catches for 188 yards. Jalen Waddell, eight for 106 and two touchdowns. These are video game numbers, Troy.
2: The numbers that they are posting, all three of them, is absolutely insane. Now, the football game, the game of football has changed, right? It's more passing. The game is more wide open. You can't take shots on receivers and quarterbacks like you used to. But that's what we have. And that's what football is nowadays. And I have, over the last couple of weeks, last month, I've spoken to Duper, I've spoken to Clayton, and one of the first things out of their mouths is like, nine catches, ten catches. They're like, I was lucky to get like four targets in the game. They are so like, I'm not sitting there saying jealous or upset, but they're just looking at the game themselves and they're saying, This is absolutely incredible what these guys are doing, getting nine catches, 12 targets, 10 catches, 13 targets. It's just insane. And, again, I'll go back to as an offensive unit, the Miami Dolphins will force you as a defensive unit to make mistakes. You cannot play perfectly all game long. You just can't do it. It's the game of football, it's sports. And I don't care which sport you want to talk about, what sport you want to throw in there. It's like offensive teams playing football. They talk about a 10-play, 11-play, a 12-play drive. Sooner or later, that offensive lineman is going to jump. That's going to get you a penalty. and may kill a drive. When you have to play for an extended period of time, when your defense is on the field for a 12-play drive, it wears them out. It forces them to make mistakes. It forces them to be a step or two slower. And that's what I'm seeing when I see this Miami Dolphins team. Okay, you want to hang around with them in the first quarter? Okay, that's fine. But can you guard them in the third quarter? Can you guard them in the fourth quarter? And now they're getting a feel offensive play calling of what's working and not, not working. We're we're often talking about making adjustments at halftime, right? Yes. Adjustments truly take place at halftime. Okay. We came in here with these seven plays that we really like. Well, three of them are not working. So we're not calling those three plays in the second half. We're going to focus on where we have had success in the first half and I see the Miami Dolphins actually doing that. We could talk about the, the tour pass, the touchdown pass to Gasecki, right? Oh, my it goodness. It was big talk a from plan. McDaniel after that, after the game, from two after the game, talking about how it was his third, his fourth, his fourth, right? What I got out of that is coach was sitting there saying, you know, we had this play drawn up, which we haven't missed yet. He's sitting there. I'm like, really? Like he called that play knowing full well, this guy is going to be open. And he was probably talking about number one guy. Or this guy is going to be open, the number two guy. But no, they were not available. He went to number three. He went to number four. That That is based on good protection. Offensive line did a good job giving him protection. And two is able to go methodically across the field and find his tight end, open there for a touchdown. And that just says a lot about me. Like I was saying earlier in the season how when the Miami Dolphins, they've shown us that they could win in different forms and fashions.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now I'm hearing even different talk like, okay, we knew this play was going to win. Like when was the last time we heard that? We knew this play was going to win, and – Okay, you knew we you knew that play was gonna win. You knew you were gonna connect on that play. And the first two options are taken away, but
1: yet you could still go to the third option or the fourth option. That's pretty special. A lot of teams don't have that. Yeah, I wanna talk more about the new additions to the Dolphins. Oh, and by the way, in about four minutes. We're going to be joined by Lee Sterling from paramountsports.com. He's going to help us win some money this weekend. He'll help us break down Dolphins four and a half point favorites at the Chicago bears, what we should play over under any props we should look at. Uh, But yeah, I mean, two additions and I know Chubb is the one who takes most of the headlines and rightfully so, but I'm glad Alfredo brings up Jeff Wilson, the newest Dolphins running back nearly 500 yards and 5.1 yards per carry in the same system, a stroke of genius 5.1
4: 5.1 and,
1: yards yeah. per carrier. That's that's not a slouch.
2: Like that's, Not at all. That's production right there at the running back position. And I really, to be honest, I think that the Miami Dolphins passing game is better than the San Francisco's passing game right now. Oh, for sure, so yes. Right? And yes. You could question throughout the season, okay, how come the Miami Dolphins running game hasn't been more productive than what it has been? given that the passing game is putting so much pressure on these defensive players and they're sitting back a little bit. So it'd be nice to see what the young fella could bring to the table. If he could keep those numbers that he had in San Francisco and produce down here with the Miami Dolphins. I think the best thing is that he has already played in the system. He's comfortable with it. So it's plug and play, you know, I,
1: I just think it's good all around for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. When when he's been on the field, he's been great. Uh, and, you know, hopefully he stays healthy. He's going to get a lot of opportunities here. And to what Alfredo's saying, same system. And, you know, his old offensive coordinator is the Dolphins head coach. I mean, we, we see the way Raheem Mostert has worked out, right? And so you would Correct. figure Jeff Wilson can work out in a big way. As well, you know, on, on the Bradley Chubb edition, you know, the Dolphins acquired him. And then a couple of days later, they agreed to the big extension. Like we knew an extension was coming. That's you know, that I'm sure that was part of the conversation to acquire him in the first place. You know, Adam Schefter tweeted out yesterday that they agreed to a five year extension, which will pay Chubb one hundred nineteen million with six 600, with sixty three point two million guaranteed, which is the real money, the guaranteed money. Uh, including his 5th year option. <laughs> um, yeah, life is very good. Uh, his 22 million average annual value uh, puts him sixth at his position. So it's not like they this he becomes the top paid guy. He's sixth at his position and you know, I said what I said earlier about fans don't need to stress this much about the salary cap because I there's al- there's always ways to work around it with restructures. But then the other thing about it is Troy. I mean, okay, if the Dolphins were in a situation where they were so far away from being a contender, then you can question bringing in an expensive piece like this, but you wouldn't have made that move. Right. I, I mean, honestly, like I look at this team and I, and I get it that on paper, you would still favor teams like Buffalo and Kansas city for sure over the Dolphins You'd on paper. Anyway, you would favor them over the Dolphins, but you look at what the Dolphins now have with their passing game. You look at, you know, the job that Josh Boyer is doing with that defense, and now you add an elite piece to the pass rush because you knew you had to either get another elite pass rusher or, you know, an elite lockdown corner. They ended up getting the pass rusher, which is going to make life easier now for the corners, uh, I would imagine. Correct. Like, th- this is a defense that can contend. It's an offense that can contend. I see nothing wrong with going all in, right? I see nothing wrong with going all I mean, you've got a player like Tyreek Hill, uh, on your team right now and an ascending Tua and an ascending Jalen Waddle, and ascending defense, why not go out there and get a great player who might be able to help make you a true contender in this league? Let's give
2: credit to Greer, right? He has masterfully taken over the last couple of years draft picks and turned them into proven, proven veteran Leadership that's going to come to this team, guys that can play. And so, yes, when I look at the Miami Dolphins going out, I was in the same boat as you. They needed a, uh, another cornerback because they've been devastated in the secondary when it comes to injuries. Yeah. Or you you get pressure up front. I like the pressure up front. You know, I thought the key to this defense coming into the season was the secondary. I'm like they could shut people down, but everyone is not available back there. So now, all of a sudden, just what you said, they could get pressure now without you know smoking mirrors coming with blitzes. They should be able to get pressure with their standard front four guys, and that's gonna be that's gonna work wonders for that secondary. They don't have to cover longer. It's just, it's it's good all around. And I don't care about the money. That's They pay people. Right. They pay people to work for the Miami
1: Dolphins to figure out the money situation. I don't yep, worry about absolutely. that. Uh, and now, he, here's a man who will help us make some money, so you don't have to worry about the money. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com, does an awesome job. His website is great. Uh, Lee, I, I love how you're wearing the old-school Dolphins logo, so you must I be excited too. about this Chubb deal. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, um, so I remember Troy playing at Boston College, doing a number on my Canes. Oh, oh I used to
1: kill
2: the Canes. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, just for the record, yeah, never under a hundred playing against the Canes. I mean, really, Syracuse. yeah, never. Well, I used to like lick my chops <laughs> like when I saw Syracuse on the schedule. Yeah, you, I'm like, your oh, team still—you a- still needed a, uh, you know, that
3: that that miracle Hail Mary to win the game so
2: absolutely absolutely
3: yeah, yeah. so um actually Troy my family s- original 1966 season ticket holders st- I was born in 62 I saw every single game home game until I went off to college so um,
2: that is incredible yeah. I, remember,
3: man. I remember flipper in the end zone um, well, I remember flipper <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so uh, Lee, my, my, myself, story, but I'm my story is
2: uh, I, I'm I think like 10 11 years old and I take a liking to football right and I'm up in New Jersey and I'm in the living room and I'm watching this game and they're playing the Jets
3: mm-hmm. so I
2: got the Jets game up there and they're playing in Miami and it's like November right. freezing cold up north right yeah. and this game comes on. And I go, oh, my God. I'm like, look how hot it is. Look how sunny it is down there. And I said, they got a dolphin in the end zone? Ah, They got palm trees? Uh, I said, I like that team right there. And I became a dolphin uh, fan right then and there. That's great.
1: That that is fantastic. And, and Lee, as far as your full season outlook before we get into the Bears game uh, this coming weekend, you, you look at the Chubb deal. And the Jeff Wilson deals. Uh, Does this kind of change the way you project the Miami Dolphins for the rest of the year? How much does it change it?
3: Oh, a lot. I mean, they went from, I think, being a borderline playoff team to maybe, possibly, being behind Buffalo and Kansas City. I think Buffalo and Kansas City might be the best two teams in the NFL. Philadelphia, not far behind. Yeah. I think San Francisco has the potential to be very good. But, um, you know, anything can happen. You know, we see it a lot of times in baseball, and we've seen wild cards teams win. We've seen wild cards team win even in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Raiders won. has been a couple. Um, so all you got to do is get there, and anything can happen. So I, I think the biggest problem for the last 20 years for the Dolphins was not that they weren't great. There was no hope. If you mm, don't have hope yeah. and you don't have At least give me some excitement. You know, at least when Dan was there, they had, you know, you felt you had a chance in every game. You had a chance. You had a chance. And there hasn't been that until the last year and a half, two years. So excited.
1: so someone says they should bring Flipper back. I'm pretty sure PETA would be all over that, right? Because it's like,
4: no like seriously, because
1: you like they're even upset about like the dolphins at like Seaquarium that they have a huge yeah. space to yeah. go around in. So there's yeah. no way they let them bring. flipper how,
3: back. how do they? How do they? They say they're underweight. How, how do you weigh a dolphin? Do you really? Are they really taking dolphins out of the tank and weighing them? I mean, that's crazy. That's so I would I
1: would think if anything, like I'm I'm not necessarily saying that they they like living in captivity better, no. but as far as the whole weight thing goes, like at least they're getting fed regularly, right? They don't I, I would love it. Like if I were a dolphin, I wouldn't want to have to hunt for my own food. I'd love for mm-hmm. some trainer just to drop right. a fish in my mouth. That's well, the they say I'd want they like
3: the, the human activity, you know, interaction. Yeah. So you imagine, you know, once every two weeks, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to the dolphin game, we're gonna put you in a tank. You when the when the when the ball gets kicked into your you, into your little uh your, your little aquarium or whatever you want to call it
1: yeah, you throw tank, it
3: out yeah. and we'll give you we'll give you some fish for it.
1: <laughs> uh that's hilarious. So oh, look, look look looking at the game uh this yep. weekend Lee, Dolphins are at the Chicago Bears. Uh four and a half point road favorites over under of 45 and a half points. Uh give us your take on this game, you know, a bit what you expect from the Bears and do you think the Dolphins cover?
3: I think the Bears are going to come to play. The problem with the Bears is, a couple of weeks ago they had a great game plan against New England. Get the ball out of Justin Fields' hand quickly. When he has a clean pocket, believe it or not, he's top three quarterback in the NFL. When he doesn't, bottom two. So uh, I think we're going to get more of a rush on him. But I think they're going to, I think they're going to play hard and well. You know, just you never know what you're going to get from the Bears. The day, it looks like the weather, clear, low 60s and sunny, probably like a 15-mile-an-hour wind. think That's that helps perfect. Miami. <laughs> perfect for Miami. I mean, in November. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a feeling the public is going to bet the over. I'm going to give you the best wager here. Hmm. Play under here. I think we're going to see 24-20, 24-17 by one team. I'm not going to play the game. I'm just going to play the under. I think both defenses are going to come to play. Maybe a couple turnovers uh, come into play here. When it numbers that low with Miami, they're telling you something going on here. So uh, because of the weather, I think the public's going to play the over. Defenses have come to play in the NFL more than previous couple years. Let's go under in that game.
1: And I noticed that on the weather, like I was on with Joe Rose yesterday. And like during one of the commercial breaks, he was saying something about the weather. I pull it up on my phone and I'm like, 62 degrees, clear skies. That doesn't sound so bad to me. (laughs) So it sounds like good weather uh, for a passing game. Uh, Lee Sterling is with us. Paramountsports.com is his website. He doesn't pay us to come on. We don't pay him to come on. Uh, Let us know, Lee, uh, anything else you're looking at this weekend, whether it be college, NFL, fights, anything you like. Okay, so let's look
3: at the Miami game. I'm not going to give you a selection now. I'm going to do it based on whether Tyler Van Dyke starts or not. Yeah. Five minutes to go before the game, 10 minutes, I think we're going to know whether he's going or not. Yeah. I'll take a shot on Miami if he starts. Miami has not covered a spread this year. The only Division I team that has not covered a point spread against Division I opponents. I mean, it's they played one decent half, not even a great half or a good half. One decent half against Southern Miss. I think they'll get up for their arch rival. Florida State is balanced. I think they, they ran on Clemson. They did. Uh, but we've seen sometimes in the early 90s, I don't know if you guys remember this, some not great Miami teams. They went out, they played some teams in Florida State that were much more talented than them, and they ran the football. I think running the football, the offensive line, It's about effort. It's about emotion, and also defense flying to the ball. I think we're going to see a great effort by Miami. If Tyler Van Dyke starts the game, I'm taking them plus seven and a half. If not, no bet. Couldn't get (laughs) ugly. I I
1: I I agree. I agree. It could. Well, yeah, and you're right. the 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 Van Dyke thing is huge, and you're right not to play it until we know. But man, it's like you would never know from these Florida State fans that they've missed a bowl game for like almost half a decade. Because like, because I, I, I talked to a lot of these Florida State fans throughout the weekly, and I, I did a yeah. guest spot on Locked On Seminoles last night, and like they're, they're acting like they're already celebrating a blowout win. And I'm like, don't let's not get crazy here, guys. All it's right. like I, obviously I sound biased because I'm the Miami guy, but have you guys learned nothing from this rivalry? They're already talking about this like it's a like it's done and dusted, uh, a blowout. So. I'm with you on that one. Uh, anything else you like this weekend?
3: Yeah, so let's look at the NFL. Let's look at a game, Detroit and Green Bay. Sometimes you got to look at the psyche of a team. And Green Bay's more talented than Detroit. But I think them not going out and getting a receiver is a big, Ooh. big difference maker. I think they realize now they can't compete. And Detroit... They picked the defensive backfield coach as the fall guy. Someone had to take the fall. You know, once you get a certain point in the season, after you've been coaching with the same coaching staff, you're not seeing results, they're going to be without a couple guys here. They're going to be without – we know for sure that there's no Randall Cobb. Good chance Christian Watson doesn't play and also Alan Lazard. Detroit, you saw what they did in the first half against the Dolphins. Yes. They'll be up here, division opponent here, at home. They've got weapons. Swift, one of the best running backs, top eight ten in the NFL. I think they're receiving core, even though they traded their tight end to Minnesota. Um, it's all about scoring points, and I think they can score enough points and get some stops here. I'm going to call for the outright upset. I like Detroit to beat Green Bay outright, 27-20. And in college football, we're going to go there for Force. Early Ooh. game, eleven thirty start. So they play for the Commanders-in-Chief Trophy. Air Force hasn't won it in like eight years now. They've lost three straight times to Army. I think they've had the better team at least in two of those three games. They already beat Navy. I thought they were a team that actually had a shot, not a great shot, but a, a shot of going undefeated. They, they're the number one rushing offense in the country where people say, oh, Army's number two. But Air Force can actually throw the football. They allow two yards less per carry. Their defense does in Army. The game's being played in Arlington. The line is seven. By this line, down to six and a half. I think Army, it's not a high total. It's 40. I think Army wins. Or I'm sorry, Air Force wins the game, something like 23-7
1: love it. Uh make sure wow. you check make sure you check out his website paramountsports.com. Can can I ask you Lee uh, for a, a real quick opinion on a couple of uh couple of player props before we let you run cuz I'm looking at our prize picks uh numbers okay. for this week. What do you think about Tua Tagovailoa over or under 265 and a half passing yards this week? I'll go under. Okay. What about I, th- you? I, th- I think yeah. I think
3: Chicago's going to try to control the ball. I think yeah. they're going to What here's if I was a coach and I didn't want to go into coaching because I didn't want to spend 15, 20 years coaching in Idaho, starting in junior college ball and moving all around. If you are a coach and the other team is more talented, the first thing I try to do shorten the game, you don't want to allow Miami to have 14, 15 possessions. You want it to be eight or nine possessions. I think they're going to take their time. They got two good running backs. Uh, I think they're going to run the football. And if it's eight or nine possessions, makes it tougher for him to get into 275 to 300-yard passing range here. And um, that's why I like the under here. Sometimes you got to think about the pace of the game and how many plays will take place. So we'll go under there with two passing yards.
1: This one's kind of a tough one to me, this number being where it's at. What about Justin Fields over or under 165 and a half? That's a tough one, right? I don't know what no. to do with that. I'll lay it off. I'll lay yeah, off. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> fair.
0: I think,
2: uh, look. I think uh, the last yeah. couple of days, I went back to look at Justin Fields. I think that he is. I could be wrong, but I think he has only passed for over two hundred yards yeah. once this season. Yeah, he's. He, he gets a lot of it done running the football. He's had 60-plus yards rushing, 80-plus yards rushing. But he has only been, passing-wise, over the 200-yard mark, I believe, one time, if I'm correct, yeah, if I remember I think correct. you're correct, Troy. That's mm-hmm. a good point.
3: The only thing is Miami's not one of these teams where guys just fly all over the place and are undisciplined. Very rarely. Look at, look at Lamar Jackson. He didn't run much against Miami. They do stay in their lanes. Another thing, a pet peeve, when you got a quarterback that runs the football like Justin Fields, and, and Miami did a good job against Josh Allen, stay in your lane. One, sometimes mo- one of the most important things to do is I always see these, these de- defensive linemen, they jump up as soon as, soon as the quarterback raises his hands. Well, it's more important sometimes just to stay in your lane. Yeah. If he doesn't throw the football, you're probably going to be able to get the sack or tackle him, you know, a couple yards within the line of scrimmage. So uh, discipline, very important. And I think the Dolphins uh, might – I would. Pro- I don't know what the total is as far as rushing yards. you have it at your disposal, Alex, his, his rushing yeah. yards? Yeah, yeah.
1: Hold, I, I just got to pull up a different page on that. Let me see. Rushing yeah. yards. I'm like the least inefficient person on this app ever, but the price pick <laughs> app is awesome. All right, so uh all right, who 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 do you want for, for rushing arts? We got David Montgomery. No, over... no, no. One, we want Justin Fields. For Justin, Justin Fields. Fields, sorry. Uh 49 and a half.
3: I would go oh, under there. Hmm.
1: Really?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. I'm gonna take you up on, I'm gonna play that one.
3: Okay,
2: okay. <laughs> I'm gonna play that one right there. All right. Yep. All right.
1: All right, excellent. I, least... I gotta
2: be honest, I've been playing that prize pick and the games I've been losing are the ones I pick over and it's always the under. So, so I, I like here Troy, like and what anything you else? Said. Totals. Totals on
3: player props and games. I mean, there's been a couple years where the scoring's been off the charts, but Vegas, they know they they trust they, know. Me, they 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 end up, even if their scoring starts, then they'll start putting the number higher. Vegas, all those hotels weren't built on, on allowing people yeah. to win. The average person, they play overs. They play favorites. teams, They play the Steelers. They play the Raiders. They play the 49ers. They play yeah. the Dolphins. They play the Patriots now the last 20 years. Yeah. So they're not going to play the Detroit Lions this week. They play the Packers. Right. This line should probably, believe it or not, be Green Bay minus two, two minus two and a half to three. The, the teams that are on top, top four or five teams in college football rankings, you're going to pay an extra price to play Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State every week. So do they cover a lot? Yeah, probably 53, 55% of the time. But eventually that number gets up there and wham, they lose two or three in a row.
0: <laughs>
2: awesome. Really? I, that's good information you give me. Can I ask you one real quickly? Sure. Uh it. The, the college game of the week of the year, maybe Georgia <laughs> year, probably the year, Georgia and Tennessee. All right. So in this game, the public,
3: 81% of the public has bet Tennessee. Ooh, 62% of the money though. A lot of sharp money being bet on um, Georgia.
1: That's a good so, indicator.
3: I think the public, because, they haven't watched a lot of Georgia games since the Oregon game, first game of the year. So they I'm watched one of Tennessee. Them, yes. All right. They watched the Alabama game, probably watched the first half, first three quarters of the Kentucky game. And Tennessee's offense, incredible. Number one in the country.
2: Yes. yes. Georgia,
3: last year number one, this year number four. I think they've been game planning for this game for the last couple of weeks. It's not a five or seven game series. One game. Yeah. I still think right. Tennessee is going to score some, but not 40, 50 points on this Georgia defense. And Georgia has a different type of offense, even than Alabama that scored 49 on them. in Kentucky. They use their tight ends. They have a kid Bowers that going to be a top 10, top 15 pick tight end. They have two other guys behind him. be playing in the NFL top two, three round picks. So different type of offense, power running, throw to their tight ends, throw to their backs out of the backfield. You would like that, throwing to the backs out of the backfield. Absolutely. Um, they got a kid number six. Watch him for Georgia. He catches the ball real well out of the backfield. Little. He's actually a little bit bigger than you were too. So when he catches the ball, sometimes he runs around guys. Sometimes he'll just plow over them. <laughs> I, I think Georgia's the right side here. Tennessee's defense ranked 82nd in the country.
2: Ah, you know, when you were playing, yeah. your weakest the link difference right there usually
3: gets exposed here. I think Tennessee cracks here. I like I like Georgia 4834 over Tennessee. Nice. Lee nice. Sterling,
1: let people know what they can find this week at paramountsports.com.
3: Let's go to the website. Um, we won 10 out of 12 weeks. Everything is documented. Wow. You go to the website under recent results. Every game we've given our clients for the last five years is listed there. Um We had our game of the year in the NFL last week. We had a winner on the New England Patriots. Got my college football game of the year going this Saturday. I'm going to text it to you, Alex. As soon as it starts Saturday, Uh, feel free to tweet it out. You get the entire month of November. Well, we don't call it November. We call it Dovember here. Yeah.
1: $297.
3: And there's games every single day of the month because of Maction. Got Mac games going on every Tuesday and Wednesday now. 297 Action. for November. Just one place, ParamountSports.com.
1: I love it. Lee awesome. Sterling, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest good of your stuff, day and Lee. Have, good have a great weekend.
3: Good talking to you, Troy. Take care. <laughs> good yeah.
1: See you,
2: man.
1: <laughs> he is the man. I love Lee Sterling. That was great. Yeah. And we went over a couple of those numbers. Guys, make sure you're signing up at prizepicks.com. It's fully legal in Florida, by the way, which means, you know, no barriers. It's not an offshore operation. You just go to prizepicks.com. Or the Prize Picks mobile app. I use the mobile app because it's super easy. Free app in the Apple Store, the uh, the Google Play Store, wherever you get your apps. Uh, create your account in minutes, deposit money in minutes, and you're making your selections in seconds. Troy, I mean, you can speak to how fast this is. Like sometimes, and and maybe sometimes I should think about them a little bit more. But I do mine sometimes in twenty seconds. I do a little more thinking in twenty seconds. <laughs> So I'll just look at a number. I'm like, well, of course, Tua's going to go over today. Smash that. Waddle's going to go over. I, you know, sometimes I make them real quick.
2: Uh, I've been I've been doing all right on the site. I got to be honest, uh, and I will be on it tonight. I'll I be making that. my picks right
1: after the show is done. I love that. Yeah, so all you do, guys, is you you select uh, a player and you can do rushing yards, passing yards, receiving yards, different categories for each. Just predict if they're going to go over or under their stat projections. And you make two to five selections and you're making back real money, right? You select two to five. Yeah, I think that's what we're learning. Sometimes you got to go under. Uh, and, guys, make sure that when you sign up at prizepicks.com or the Prizepicks mobile app, don't miss the opportunity to use our code because they're going to double your deposit. Uh, so why would you miss out on that? You use our code five. It's F-I-V-E. Use our code five, and they're gonna double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. You deposit a hundred bucks, they give you a hundred dollars free. And trust us on this. Troy's having fun. I'm having fun. You know, obviously winning is better, but even when you lose, it's kind of fun. But you know, try to try, we try to win more than we lose.
2: Stay within your means, right? Have fun with right. it you know, a little bit of extra cash. You put 20 bucks on the game and now all of a sudden you're watching the game at a different level. And you're yes. sitting there saying, oh, un- I'm truly enjoying it and having fun with it because I, I, the the whole uh, favorite by three, favorite by five, seven, whatever, you know, how's a little wishy-washy when it comes to that. But I love picking individual players Jimmy Butler tonight, I'm guessing he's around 23 points tonight. Probably right. I'm sitting there saying, all right, I got to go play on Jimmy Butler
1: tonight. Uh it's, it's basically it's like fantasy on steroids right it's like uh, i i like this better than the traditional daily fantasy and then if you do have a fantasy team that stinks right this gives you an opportunity to make some cash on yeah same here opportunity to make some <laughs> cash on game night so make sure you sign up Prizepicks.com or the Prizepicks mobile app with our code f-i-v-e prizepix truly is daily fantasy simplified Ooh, well, I, I got to run in a minute, Troy, because I'm doing a a double header. I'm going to be over on Locked On Canes YouTube in a moment because I'm I'm sweating this out, Troy. FSU, Miami. Who, who does Boston College have this week? I know you got somebody in the ACC.
2: I don't care right wow. now. So you checked am out. So I I am so disappointed in what's going on at Boston College. I think they have Wake Forest, you know, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm I'm going to verify that. That's going to be another loss if it's Wake Forest. Yeah. Did my uh, Boston College did not look like Boston College. Usually they have strong offensive line, defensive line. You don't see that. They're oh no, they, got extra... they got Duke. They got
1: Duke. They got Duke this week, which is still probably uh, lost. Duke's, Duke's not loss, terrible, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: not great quarterback play. So you know, I I, I could watch them or not watch them if it's on. Okay, mm-hmm. bonus, but. I won't be locked in. Hate oh, to yeah. say it, but,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I It is what it is. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I get the feeling. I, I talk to Miami fans who feel that way. Uh, so, ho- hopefully, Miami can get a big win against Florida State. Huge shout-out and thank you to Troy. Huge shout-out and thank you for everybody who took time out of your day to watch this. Make sure you smash that like button. And subscribe here to Five Reasons Sports on YouTube. Uh, We're going to be back to our normal Monday this week. I'm not going on any lavish vacations. Yeah, let's do let's do Monday at three this week. I'm not going back to Disney World. I'm broke for right now. (laughs) (laughs) So expensive. Oh, it's like I'm so glad I don't have a four, five, six year old. Well, I would have to go up there and spend a bunch of money. It's like twenty three bucks for a cheeseburger. It's crazy. Huh? Yeah, depend if you. Depending on uh, where you go, yeah, like patty
2: in, with like cheese on it. I mean, they'll give
1: you fries too. And bun, yeah, and and fries, but yeah. Oh, they throw. <laughs> they'll throw some fries. The fries are not that good either. <laughs> they're not. They're not twenty three dollar fries. I'll tell you that. But the kid had fun. Oh, he had a blast. He didn't understand go. why we had to come home. I'm like, oh, th- this is right. the The Powerball, I think, is up to a record <laughs> number, so this is going to solve all my problems. I- I'm going to spend a thousand dollars worth of Powerball tickets, and I'm going to get out of debt this way. Donald, great idea. I don't, I don't want to win. The- I'm playing it,
2: but yeah. I don't want to win it. What
1: do you mean? You I'm don't afraid. Win it. I'm afraid of what would happen. Well, so why are you playing it then? If you're that afraid.
2: Because I, I play the numbers, because I okay. play okay. prize picks. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay, fair enough. I got a little bit of gambling in my blood. So, so you're telling me you would rather win a five-play prize pick selection than win the Powerball?
2: Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, that's an like endorsement
1: I, for prize picks right there.
2: Yeah, you can, you, you know, the other day I won like 600 bucks. right? I, give me that. Wow,
1: that's really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, because at least, like, good, well, if you win the Powerball, you end up on the news, right? Whereas if you win a five-pick prize-pick selection, you don't end up on the news for that. No one knows. Actually, when
2: it comes to the Powerball, I want to hit five numbers, but not the Powerball. Oh, so okay. I'll win a million or two if I double it, and I'm cool. You guys wouldn't know about that,
1: Yeah, you know? See, I'm one of these people who I'm like, the I'm the type yeah. where like, I'm not enticed to play it unless it's in the billions. I'm like, five million dollars. Like, come you on, know, no your, your chances go down when it gets up there. You know, know that, right? Okay. I know. i am just I'm, I'm not a regular lottery guy. I, I only play when like when I see it on the news, like, oh, this is a record jackpot. Like, all right. All right. Let's do it this time. Confession.
2: I played a number every day. I'm, I'm just a oh, numbers wow. guy. So eventually, yeah. it's gonna hit. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, I, I'm a play four guy. Yeah. I played yeah, a play four. I hit it twice okay. this year for okay. ten grand each. Hey, not bad. Than See, I'll know. take that over the whole one. I don't. I don't, like that. <laughs> I don't funny, want that. I don't want. I'm afraid <laughs> I wouldn't be around too long.
1: That's a great point. I I would just have a, I would spend it all on like a one night bender. And then that's that's all she wrote. Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't be around. (laughs) I would not be around. Great, great, great stuff as always. So we'll be back with you Monday to review another Miami Dolphins victory here on the Extra Yard, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. And be sure you subscribe to Three Yards Per Carry, their podcast feed, because they're nice enough to put our audio on that feed. So check them out as well. Alfredo and the guys do an awesome job. We'll talk to you Monday here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya. You got it. Peace.